Welcome to SickCast, brought to you by Sick Research Institute, illuminating every path. My name is Jocelyn Gore, and I'm a translator on the Guru Granth Sahib project. We're excited to announce the release of Guru Tegh Bahadur Sahib's compositions under Rag Gauri. So I wanted to tell you a bit about the rag before I tell you about a composition that's really been sticking with me the past few months. So rag gori is a musical mode that is often used to invoke the winter season and the afternoon period when the sun is the strongest in the sky. And it is used to communicate a feeling of pain or sort of a pang of separation that's either very long or permanent. And in the Guru Granth Sahib, this emotion of the pang of separation is coupled with a kind of hope and an understanding that even if this pain is long and difficult, it can still be overcome when a person feels the presence of Ikonkar in their consciousness. So the composition that I wanted to speak about is actually the last one in the series. It's Gordy Nine. And it stuck out to me because there are words, I think, that carry quite a bit of baggage in their own way, and they're used in this composition. And so it's taken me a while to kind of understand what the Guru might be getting at. So in the ninth composition, Guru Degh Bahadur Sahib says, O ignorant one, fear sin. Come into the sanctuary of the one who is compassionate to the weak, the destroyer of all fears, O ignorant one. So ignorant one is the address that's used twice in this Rahal line. And that already is a kind of a loving sort of shaking out of our lack of awareness. But the thing that's really stuck with me is this little sentence, fear sin. And I think because like most people, I understand sin to have quite a bit of baggage as a word. And we have these classically religious beliefs about quote unquote sin or transgressions and consequences and what will happen to us after we go. And that belief system or that understanding really causes a lot of fear and anxiety in people. And there's this like fear of sinning or transgressing knowingly, and then also sinning or transgressing unknowingly, because there's also moments when we're not super conscious or aware of what we're doing in the world. So the Guru kind of reframes that fear that we have of becoming sinners, of kind of being condemned to our worst behavior and being called or deemed a sinner. And what's really being done, there's a reframing that's asking us to, if we're going to fear something, to fear the act and not to fear the designation or not to fear the sinner, to fear the sin. And I think that that coupled with this like invocation of the names of Ikonkar or the attributes of Ikonkar that are about being compassionate to those who are weak and being the destroyer of the very fear that we might have, I think that there's an implication there of how to move into a greater compassion to ourselves and to others. Because if we think about sin, we tend to be pretty hard on ourselves and pretty hard on others when people do the like flawed human thing of sometimes transgressing. So that's actually like pretty revolutionarily compassionate. And I love that reframing. I think it's really helpful. And it's something that I'll come back to a long time. The Guru goes on to talk about placing the identification of the one within our hearts, this nam of Ikonkar, because that's how we can sort of make our way towards Ikonkar as the source of compassion. And it's how we can sort of understand the one thing in this world that is sacred or auspicious, which is that identification. And if we do that, we can 
remove our sins by engaging in remembrance because what remembrance does to us is it churns within us and it changes our behavior and when it does change our behavior it starts to kind of allow us to shape shift in a way to become more like the one that we are remembering and so if we're remembering the source of compassion the compassionate one then it's going to eventually result in us becoming more compassionate and when we're more compassionate and just aware of our actions in the world when we live consciously and compassionately we don't transgress as much because we have changed as human beings and then finally the thing that i think is also quite important is coupled with this idea of sin or the beliefs we have about consequence and the hereafter is this idea that like we will only experience freedom when we die and the guru also reframes that and tells us that actually no freedom is a thing that you can experience as a human being in the world and in fact there's this urgency in the last line where the guru is asking us to make an effort towards that freedom because we won't get these human bodies again so there is this opportunity that is passing us by and we tend to not only fear sin or becoming sinners we also then tend to tell ourselves that it's too late and that we are condemned to our worst behavior. So, I just am going to keep coming back to this because there is this kind of radical compassion that is offered to us and I think it changes the way that we see ourselves and the way that we see other people. And I think we all have a tendency to kind of comfortably move into condemnation when that's not the most kind of ikongar like response to either ourselves or to other people. So, yeah, I've really been thinking about this one and and sort of walking with it. So there are nine total compositions in this release. So I do hope that you take time with each one and go through the word meanings and find out what kind of reframing could be helpful for you in this time. And yeah, I hope that you enjoy the compositions that we've put out. Waiguruji ka khalsa, Waiguruji ki fateh. Read the translations and commentaries at gurugransab.io. You are listening to Sick Cast by Sick Research Institute, illuminating every path.